This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. A boat is not just another tool you can use for duck hunting. It can provide you with additional ways to hunt ducks as well. On this episode, I'm going to talk about core strategies for using boats to hunt ducks. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we are talking about hunting ducks from a boat. But first, guys, make sure you always, always, always take hearing protection with you into the woods. And we really appreciate Tetra Hearing and their support of the channel. So how do you hunt ducks on a boat? More importantly, what new ways of duck hunting can a boat provide you with? Well, first, let's define what the word boat means. I'm sure you already have a working definition in your mind, but when it comes to duck hunting, a boat can be many things. Uh, one of the most popular boats for duck hunting is a kayak. You know, small, easy, one man, maybe two man, or two people in a one man. Well, two one mans. Um, an inflatable boat is can often be used for duck hunting. And, and before you start laughing, they do make some significant industrial quality inflatable boats that are rugged, durable, and great for all day fishing or hunting excursions. And then, of course, you could use a more traditional boat, a flat bottom boat, bass boat, john boat, or, you know, full size, whatever boat, depending on how big the water is you're hunting on. Uh, but most people, I think, are going to be using a smaller boat. So you're usually going to be in a kayak or a canoe or maybe just a small fishing boat, something like that. If you're a new hunter, especially, chances are that's what you're going to be starting with though these strategies can be adapted for bigger boats as well. So how would you go about hunting ducks from a boat? 
Now, one way people often do is they use the boat essentially as their method to get to the spot they want to hunt from, um, you know, get all their gear in by floating it in on the boat. That's not what I'm talking about in this episode. That's just using the boat as a vehicle to get to your spot to hunt from the land. All of your land strategies apply there. You're not really hunting from the boat. Often you're stashing it or, or covering it up, you know, on land and hiding it somewhere. This is not what we're talking about. Although that is absolutely a great way to get your stuff into your spot. Not discounting that at all. That's just not a new hunting strategy. That's just a new tool, maybe instead of a sled or a backpack, to get your stuff where you want to go. Uh, potentially much easier and enables you to reach places that would be difficult or impossible to get to otherwise. Nothing against that. Love it. Wish I could do it more. But in terms of hunting from a boat... There's probably three main strategies. Well, there's three that I'm going to talk about. I'm sure there may be more. There's three strategies I want to talk about today. The first one is drift hunting. And of course, other people may have other terms for these techniques. That's fine. I'm not trying to to coin or mint any new language. I'm just trying to talk about it in a way that's simple and easy to understand. So you got drift hunting. Drift hunting is, you know, you're in a kayak or a canoe or whatever, you're getting on a stream and then you're just sitting back, sitting still, laying low and just drifting down that stream, hoping to drift up in the range of some ducks and then get some shots while they're either on the water or flying away. Uh, That can work quite effectively. Now people say, well, George, you know, if you're just drifting down the water, the ducks are just drifting down the water too. Uh, False. No, that's not. That's not the way it works. If that were the case, there would never be any ducks in the streams because they would all just drifted down and ended up in the Mississippi and in the Gulf of Mexico and we would have no ducks in our waterways. That's that's ridiculous. Ducks are just as likely to to go upstream as downstream. Or I've seen ducks, even with little ones, little ducklings, swimming upstream against a torrential, you know, torrential current just unbelievably quick moving river. Just, I mean, if you fell into this water, you'd be swept away to your death within moments. It's over. They're just swimming right upstream as if nothing's happening. The mother duck and half a dozen little ducks going fast, going slow, couldn't care less about how fast the water's moving. They're just swimming right along. Now, it doesn't matter. Um, You know, heavy, heavy currents, a lot of rain, swollen rivers and stuff that is not just flushing the ducks downstream that's not the way it works ducks be where they want to be regardless of the current and where the water's going that they make the water work for them they don't let the water push them around that's that's not how this thing goes at all so you can be floating downstream in a boat and just adjusting every now and then to make sure you don't jam into the shore and just float right into some ducks that are loafing or even swimming upstream. And of course, you may have ducks swim downstream, going faster than you're floating downstream. And in either way, whether you float up on the ducks, whether ducks are swimming up to you or swimming downstream by you, you can very often get within range to get some shots. So that's a great way to do it. Uh, Of course, when you're doing that, in my opinion, it helps to have a boat, a kayak, a canoe, Something that is a, you know, stealthy-ish color, black, brown, tan, camo, something that looks like a log floating down the water. 
you know, big bright yellow or orange kayak or canoe is going to stand out. Although that will still work a fair amount of the time. Uh, You'd be surprised how often if you're not moving and you're just floating down with the current that that won't spook ducks and you can still get within range. Now, of course, you're going to spook them more often in a ridiculously covered, colored floating thingy. But you, you, it, it, just because you've got a bad colored kayak for duck hunting doesn't mean you shouldn't try it. Okay, if you are drift hunting. And because they don't see movement, whatever it is is just drifting. They see stuff drift by all the time in different colors and garbage and whatnot. So, you know, you still have a reasonable chance even if you don't have the best colored, you know, kayak or canoe or whatever. If it is better colored, I think that only helps you. Or if you throw some big camo net, netting or mesh over it to, to just help disguise it. You, of course, you want to be as, as camo or blacked out or whatever to, to blend in, you know, face mask, whatever you can do. You want to be, you know, you don't want them to think there's a person on this thing because that'll spook them. So you're just sitting motionless in this boat, floating downstream, you know, moving as little as possible, trying to sneak in range of some ducks. So that's one way to do it. Of course, that's not going to really work in a river or some other body of water. That's for a stream or a river, creek, you know, some kind of body of water like that. And then you can just drift down. Uh, So you can drift hunt out of a boat. You can also hide hunt. Okay, so what that is, is you're taking your boat to wherever you're going to hunt from, and then you're going to park yourself, maybe in a marsh, maybe in a lake, a cove, whatever, and then you're going to set up some decoys, and then you're going to hide in the boat. So they make boat blinds. They make kayak blinds. You just sit in them, and you just, just like a layout blind, but it's built onto the kayak, and you... uh, you either put it on when you get there or it opens and then you can, you know, paddle in while it's open. Then you get all set up and then you close it and you hide inside. And when the ducks come in, you call just like you were hunting from the land, but you're in the water hunting from a boat. Maybe you've got a canoe and you've just got some mesh that you're just going to sit with the mesh over you. The ducks get in and you just pull the mesh to the side, lift up your gun and shoot. Whatever the scenario, you're hiding in the boat and you're most likely, though not always, but you, you know, you're likely using some decoys. You're likely calling. You are trying to call the, the ducks in. Now, this works best, in my opinion, if you are in, uh, if you're able to pull yourself into an area that's got cover. So you've got some cattails. You've got some, some marshy grass coming up through the water, whatever. Park your blind in there, or you park your boat in there. Brush it in as best you can. Again, you don't need to have a blind that sits on top of your kayak. You can just brush it in with whatever is there, with whatever is available. Um, you know, just grab weeds, grab vegetation, whatever you can do. Cover yourself over, get a good hide built, and then there you are waiting for the ducks to come. Throw your decoys out. You know, maybe you can't have as many decoys, but throw your decoys out, call them, try to get them to come in, take your shots. What's nice about this is if they fall in deep water, you're already in a boat. You just boat right over, pick them up, and then you're good to go. So I've seen that work tremendously well for guys on kayaks. 
Um, and they make some really nice sandy colored kayaks, dark green kayaks, light green camo. Um, you know, there's some really good colored ones and they're not overly expensive. Of course, there's ones that are thousands of dollars, but I've seen ones that would work perfectly in stores and that for the, at the two and $300 range, you know, um, you know, you're probably not going to buy a kayak online because the shipping can cost more than the kayak. But often you go to one of your big box stores, one of your boating stores, wherever kayaks are sold or discount sporting goods stores, those kinds of places. Uh, I've seen good ones at Dunham's and, you know, places like that that are reasonably priced. So, you know, those are the kind of places that you could pick up a relatively inexpensive kayak. People say, well, you know, 300 bucks isn't cheap. Well, you might buy a blind, an A-frame blind or something that's three, 400 bucks to hunt from the land. To buy a kayak for that much, you know, that's, 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 that's not that bad. Or you might buy, uh, you know, a great pair of waders that's two, three, 400 bucks. Well, you got a kayak. I mean, you know, this is in the same cost zone as other things. Now, if you're a brand new hunter, you're probably probably not going to go out and spend that kind of money on a kayak, and I'm not recommending you do, but often people have kayaks, or they got a family member, they got a cousin, they got a brother, a sister, a best friend, guy they work with. You know, people that have, you know, kayakers usually have more than one kayak too. You know, they probably have several kayaks. They got the you know, the kayak from a few years ago and their first kayak and kayak number three and they got a kayak for this and a kayak for this and a kayak for the other thing. And, you know, you want to borrow or rent a kayak from somebody, that's usually pretty easy to do if you have people that are, you know, big into that. Of course, it's easy, better to find one that's a good color, but regardless, you could borrow a kayak for free, give this a try, um, you know, especially if you're hunting in areas that you just don't have great opportunities around the shore or it's hard to access or there's a lot of competition and pressure, you can use a boat and, and get out there. You can get a canoe, take two or three people in if you have a nice size canoe and, you know, you've got multiple people doing multiple things, helping you brush in, helping you get the decoys in and out, calling, all that kind of stuff. So there's certainly options here that are reasonable, cost-effective, and things that a new hunter can muster. Um, you may already have, or you can borrow, or you might decide, you know, instead of buying this, that, and the other thing, I'm going to buy a kayak, and I'm going to make this my primary method of hunting. Because of the water that's available to me, this works well. Now, something to keep in mind if you're kayak hunting on moving water you've got to somehow have a plan to get home. If you're new to kayaking or you're just giving this a first time try, you got to think about how am I going to get back? You know, it's super easy to kayak downstream. It is not as easy to kayak upstream. Now, if the water's moving real slow, it's real gentle. Sure, you could paddle against the current, but you got to think, okay, am I in good enough shape to get back to where I started doing that? So there's lots of different strategies and techniques here. Uh, there's multiple ways to go about doing this. Some people, again, I'm just, just giving you some of the options. Some people will kayak downstream, however far they're going to go. And they will, once they're, they're done hunting, they will actually walk back with a rope, 
pulling the kayak and their gear on the water. So they will tow the kayak back along the shore. Depending on the water, again, you have available to you, that could be a reasonable option. I'm not necessarily advocating for it, but there's a time and a place. Maybe for you, that's the best way to do it. Some people get a motor and they make electric motors and small gas motors that you can you know, clip on or build onto the back of your kayak or your canoe. Or of course, if you've got a motorized fishing boat, you, know, you don't have to deal with any of this. And then you, you kayak in, you know, real soft, real calm, real slow, downstream, hunt. When you're done hunting, you just turn the motor on, make as much noise as you want to, and just go right back upstream where you came. Of course, if you're in a marsh or a lake or something like that, you know, there's really no current, so it doesn't matter. You can kayak in, kayak out. It's, you know, that's simple. But in terms of moving water scenarios, um, some people, what they will do is... They'll get two people who are going to hunt, or they'll just get someone to help them. But they'll get two people they're going to hunt, whether they're in one boat or two. And one person they'll, they'll take and they'll park downstream at the end point. And then the other person will park upstream. They'll drop the kayaks in the water. You'll kayak down, get to the one car, load the kayaks up, drive back to the other car, and then go your separate ways. So that's, that's another popular way of doing it. I'm sure there's more than that. But those are some of the, the main ways that people go about it. Um, what's best for you is going to determine depend on your resources, your situation, your scenario, the water that you're working with. But, you know, hunting from a boat is a nice tool. And it can also be a nice strategy. Some people where they are, boat hunting is their best option. Because they just don't have access to anywhere that's, that's good to hunt from the shore or it's just too far to get to, or there's too much hunting pressure, but they can they can boat down water that's you know impossible to reach otherwise. I personally hunt in some areas that it's it's all, there's almost no reasonable way you could ever hunt there with a blind. The only real way to hunt there is with a kayak or a, or a canoe or some small boat. And just work that waterway because it's just inaccessible from most places. You just can't get there. In some places, the, the, the sides of the hills are just sheer cliff faces. In some places, they're just so far from any access road. Uh, there's just no way to get back there, pulling a whole bunch of stuff. Or it's all private land to get back to the water. And you really want to check the, the, the laws and jurisdictions wherever you hunt. You know, in some places... The water is owned by the state, okay? The state, as long as you're on the water, you're on public land. In some states, if, if you, you know, if the bottom of your boat drags on the dirt on the bottom of the water, you're trespassing. That's considered someone's property. Uh, in some states, you know, the state may own even so much land on either side of certain bodies of water, or the entire body of water may be part of just a, you know, a state access something or other. So you just want to know what the rules are, what the laws are on where you're hunting. Uh, but most of the time, I would say, the hunting on the water is fair game. Even if you boat past dozens of people's properties, the water is state-owned or state-controlled and you've got freedom to be on that water. However, still you want to make sure you're always shooting safely in a safe directions and not inside of the safety zone from any building structure or place where any human being could possibly be at. 
Um, you know, one of the nice things about hunting ducks versus maybe hunting deer from a boat is that, you know, shotgun shot only goes so far. You know, beyond 40 or 50 yards, its ability to kill a duck is very limited. So, you know, at a couple hundred yards, it's, it's, it's no significant threat to anybody. Whereas, you know, a bullet from a 30 caliber rifle can go for miles if shot at the right angle. So shotgun hunting is, uh, you know, inherently safer from that standpoint. Of course, you want to be careful. Always exercise proper safety protocols. Know where you're hunting. Know what's on the land. Get a good map app, GPS, cell phone, Google Maps, whatever, and just know what's on the other side of this water. If you take a shot into the air, where's that shot going to land? So just be careful of that. Hope this is helpful for you guys. Check out the website, newhuntersguide.com, for the show notes. Lots of other episodes on duck hunting. You can also click right through from there to the New Hunters Guide YouTube channel. Really appreciate you guys. Leave us a review on iTunes. It's the number one way to help the show reach more people. Until next time, I appreciate you. God bless you. And go get them in the woods.